Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to the TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, Adam Catterall, in for Andy Goldstein, who's presenting a documentary about former snooker player Alan McManus all week. Riveting. Don't worry, he's back next week. That's Andy, not Alan McManus. That'd be a little bit weird, wouldn't it? Uh, anyway, on the pod today, we'll hear former Manchester City midfielder Tricky Trevor Sinclair defending Raheem Sterling, Eddie Jones looking back at England, losing the World Cup final to South Africa, and an exclusive interview with Chris Smalling on the Jim White Show. Let's kick off with the big news that broke on the sports bar last night and Raheem Sterling being left out of the England squad for the game against Montenegro after his altercation with Joe Gomez. And here's Gareth Southgate on the difficult decision he had to make and then tricky Trevor Sinclair. In the end, I always have to find the right solution for the group and for how we will work moving forward. And that's a very difficult line. You try to be fair at all times when I'm dealing with all of the players. I won't always get that right, but in the end, I'm the manager. And I've made a decision, and um, I think it was appropriate for how we want to work moving forward. And for me, it was important that, of course, he's a very important player for us, but I felt it was the right thing. Raheem will be probably a little bit disappointed that he's let his emotions get the better of him there. But again, I go back to it. Raheem, he puts everything out there. He leaves everything out on the pitch. And you could see him at Anfield uh, on Sunday. And he gave everything uh, for the cause of Manchester City. I think the City fans will be proud of him. It is sad that he's missed out on such a, uh, a big occasion. But listen, there'll be many more. He's an absolute legend of a player. Um, I think we should try and get behind him a bit more. As a nation, uh, there should be a lot of understanding. I hope the media don't go against him and try and you know, throw him under the bus here. Because he is a great player. And one day he could actually help England win the World Cup. Now to the breakfast show with Alan Brazil and Steve Harmison and the take of former England forward, Dean Ashton. The FA in the Premier League to put this fixture on right before the international break is not great for Gareth Southgate anyway. I remember going to a squad straight after the Champions League final with, with Chelsea and Manchester United and that feeling after that was just awful in the squad. You, you, you just didn't want to be there, to be honest, because the feeling between the two sets of players clearly... Uh, wasn't great um, and then you had your clicks anyway because of that and you know Capella was a nightmare as it was so it was it, it was just a, it was a horrible squad to be part of and that's why I think this is Gareth Southgate's biggest test because this has been an issue in the past it's something he needs to hopefully sort out quickly and finally on the Sterling Gomez altercation here's Danny Mills on kickoff with Hugh Woosencroft 
let's just assume and, and let's just pretend that Raheem Sterling has thrown a punch or something like that. Whatever, whatever might have happened. If it comes out afterwards that that's happened, so well, why did you not deal with that? If that had been a younger player or a player without a cap, you'd have probably, you know, not dropped him out. If that had been the other way around, if it had been a new a new lad walking in, one day under 21 stepping up and just walks in and slots Raheem Sterling, what would you do? You'd kick him out of the squad immediately. So it has to be one rule for one and that's it. They, they can't be, you can't be flip-flopping around and changing the, changing the rules because it's the person that it is or the type of player that it is. Gareth has always dealt with himself through huge amount of respect and, and dignity and has certain standards and principles. And he won't stand for anything else um, amongst that. And I think clearly the fact that it was leaked very, very early and it was going to be out there in the public domain, he clearly felt that the right thing to do is this. A little bit of breaking news on all this Sterling Gomez thing. I'm led to believe that Eddie Hearn's thinking of putting them on the undercard of AJ Ruiz too. There you go. Pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen. Money for old Rop. I'm only joking. Don't take that seriously. Don't get on to Eddie Hearn and start giving him abuse. Uh, don't forget, Gareth Southgate's men play Montenegro and it's live on TalkSport this Thursday. Now, here's Eddie Jones, who's coaching the Barbarians this week, speaking for the first time since England lost the World Cup final earlier this month with TalkSport's James Savundra. Oh, it's replayed every day, mate. Every time I wake up, there's a there's a World Cup in front of me, and at night, so it's there all the time, and it will be for a while. But yeah, you got to move on, and and coaching the Barbarians is a great chance to move on. For you personally, is it a chance to reset now mentally ahead of the, the next cycle with England? Yeah, well, you know, uh, we've got the Six Nations coming up pretty uh, shortly. I've already been out on the weekend looking for players, and and so we're into the next cycle. And you said it's going to be a, a new squad for the Six Nations. Is there a case where some of the players that feature in the World Cup, their England career may be over under your tenure? Oh, look, you know, like anything, you've got to refresh the squad. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely coach England for the next two years and part of my job is then to set up the side for the 2023 World Cup. So selection will be geared towards the 2023 World Cup straight away. Do you think you'll be there for the 23 World Cup? Well, no one knows, mate. It's like uh, you, you know, depends on your ratings. Your ratings are good. You could be here in four years. Your ratings are no good. You could be digging, digging holes in the road. Well, I hope I'll be interviewing you in France. In terms of that coaching setup, obviously you, you need to put that together. When do you think we'll be in a position for that to be finalised? Yeah, well, we finish all our reviews this week, and uh, as soon as they're done on Thursday and Friday, then then we'll start looking at putting the staff in place. Just finally from me, James Haskell in the jungle. You're going to be watching this year. I'm a celebrity. Well, I've never watched that show, but I might just watch it for James Haskell. <laughs> How do you think he'll get on? Uh, I've got no idea, mate. As long as it's uh, not involved catching a ball, he'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, James. Thank you very much, Eddie. Always good to hear from him. Now, Adrian Durham, Danny Murphy are on drive, talking about Spurs. I think you've got a, a group of players or, or a small section of players within the squad who are looking at pastures new. And... I don't think any of them, from all accounts and what I'm hearing, are bad, bad apples. I don't think they walk around a place with a sad face and kicking up a stink, you okay. know, when they're not playing or playing. I think they're good pros, but I think subconsciously, when you've got in the back of your mind, where am I going to be next season? I've got to stay fit. My contract's running out. What you know? Who's interested? The phones get you know. You, you're waiting on phone calls from agents, that type of thing. It affects you. I don't. I I, I don't think they've deliberately played badly. I, I just think that when you've got a uh, three or four players who are, who are looking elsewhere for 
employment, if you like, it's going to have an adverse effect on your performance. That's my belief. And then that that obviously is infectious in terms of if they're not at it and the team's struggling a bit, other players, you get bad results, they lose confidence. I don't think he's he's got a best team anymore. I don't think he's got a set formation that he sticks with, which he used to. We talking earlier, two years ago, Tottenham played 4-2-3-1, generally. That season when they had Dembele, Wanyama holding, then Dyer took Wanyama's place, but the, the fundamentally it was the same. Two defensive midfielders helping out Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Mm-hmm. A box of four players that were really solid. They, they had the joint best defensive record for two years. They had good full-backs. Um, actually, deviating a little bit, Trippier, selling Trippier and not replacing him was a strange one. Very odd. Um, so I think he's he's searching for... He's trying to recover their form, but instead of simplifying it, he's complicating it. And I think there's a lot of players there who are struggling on confidence. Saying that, I still think they've got enough good players to go on a run. I still think they're in a better better situation than Arsenal, which will please a lot of Arsenal fans. I'm Table sure. doesn't agree with you there, does I it? think they'll finish above Arsenal. Okay. Now, I, I, I might be wrong, but and the reason I might be wrong is because they've got absolutely brilliant forwards. And I think... Bamiang deserves great credit for the way he's played, considering the help he's not getting. <laughs> I, th- I think Lacazette should play more. I'm always uh, how they. Ha- I mean, when you've got forwards like that, when, when you're messing around, sometimes they're wide, sometimes they're split, sometimes they play one, sometimes they play two. Play them both mm. and build the team around those two. Because if those two are playing every week, you got half a chance. Yeah. Basically feed them and yeah. you should be okay. But, but at the moment, they're all over the place, Spurs and uh, Arsenal. The, the Sheffield United performance, I have to say, we shouldn't belittle that. Spurs didn't play particularly well, but they weren't allowed to. Mm. I mean, I don't know what you thought. She was at the game, watched it live, but the energy, the organisation, the balance, the quality on the ball. Yeah, they were the Sheffield United were the better side. Yeah. But what it, what it struck me that... He's got his way of playing. No other Premier League manager seems to really have worked it out yet. Um, and it, it strikes me that the way they play, and let's face it, player for player, you you know their players. Well, let's let's say their back six, including the goalkeeper, all co- all told, cost five million pounds mm. under, which is incredible. Now I don't want to do that down, but it seems to me it's like a really good team with a really good system, rather than some stellar individuals that all cost eighty or ninety million pounds. I think you kind of understand what I'm saying, and I really don't want to come across as disrespectful to those individual players. So hopefully it doesn't. But there's there's got to be a way of playing against them. Okay, now Pellegrini uh, called them typically English. They fight for first and second balls. Got it all wrong. Didn't didn't have a clue how they play. So I thought it was a massive test of Poch's coaching skills. And we know he's a good coach. We know he understands football really well, and we know he tries to work out opponents as well as plays his own game. And I thought on Saturday he was lacking. He hadn't really mm. worked out a way of playing against Sheffield United. There didn't seem to be a game plan to stop them doing what they did, mm. to exploit any spaces they might leave with the overlapping centre-backs, etc. No plan. And that told me Pochettino has gone a little bit stale at Spurs. It's almost like he's given up a little bit. So you remember when he said, if we win the Champions League, I'm going. Mm. Now, they didn't win the Champions League, so you're sticking around. Why? Why are you still there? Are you happy with all the moaning that you do, your job title, the lack of transfers, moaned about the stadium situation last season? He sometimes moans, kind of veiled moaning about uh, players and, and, and whether they're going or not. So I, I, I just wonder whether it's one of those situations where a manager has been at a club, Danny, a certain amount of time, 
and that time is now up. There's nothing more he can do. It's not like it's not that like he's bad. Mm. It's he's just he's run out of time. Back to breakfast and the former England cricketer and big, big Newcastle fan, Steve Harmison. Backtracking. That's right, you can hear the beeps. Beep, 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 beep. On his stance on Steve Bruce. Newcastle had a chance to to move away. You know, from from, from Rafa was Rafa was brilliant for Newcastle. He had them so well. And Bruce organized. has got them seven points yeah. more. But it's a different league. I, I, for me, I don't think you need to look at what happened with under Rafa Benitez to to under what's what's happening with Steve Bruce. I think we celebrate what Steve Bruce has, has done so far. I think Are they done, celebrating? Are they coming round, Harmony? I think. Look, you've you'll never get rid of what's happening at Newcastle until Mike Ashley goes. Unfortunately, what he did last week or what the club did last week, selling off the land behind, is another kick in the teeth to for Newcastle selling off. You know the asset stripping that. Exactly what I said at the start. We are look. We were. He's, Steve Bruce was there to protect his asset. He was a safe pair of hands, still is. Steve Bruce is a great guy, fantastic. But he's a Geordie. Well, he's, he's not a Geordie, but he's no, a No, no, he's, he's a Geordie. A... He's a Geordie. He's born in Wall's End. He, I play, sorry, I, was he born in Corbridge? Lived and played in boys clubs for Wall's yeah, End. I think he's just outside. But well, he's, he's, he's Wall's End boy because at the time you could only play within five miles of where you lived. So that was Wall's End. He played okay. for Wall's End boys club. So I'm over the moon for Steve Bruce. I'm over the moon for the players. The one thing about them players for the last two or three years, whether it's been Rafa Benitez or Mike, or, um, Steve Bruce, they've worked tirelessly hard. They've put what the, the fans of the grievances to one side, and they've gone out there and played for the club. Um, and the supporters have backed them. Don't mm. get me wrong, the supporters. Have backed them. Worrying, there was only 40, 43, 44,000 there on Saturday. It's a long way. It's a long way down. But I don't blame the ones that are staying away. It looks like there's about five thousand people staying away. Right. Don't blame them for that because they're. And I tell you what, it will be doing now. It'll be breaking their hearts because Newcastle United is, is a club that they've loved. Part of the life. The part of the life, and it'll be breaking their hearts. It it, it does need change. It needs change from from a, a ownership point of view, and mm. it's desperate for change. And we are at that time again so, I mean, we're really, at the I'm, January time where I'm, Newcastle look to spend money or need to spend money yeah. and the transfer I mean in the, will they? The, well no because the to- takeover talks have started already so they're muting them and it's exa- uh, Newcastle fans aren't stupid they've been brainwashed for years now not brainwashed sorry that's the wrong word it's been talked about every time there's a window comes up somebody else comes in to buy the mm. club and then by the time January finishes that, that, that buyer has now gone so we're all sick of it Look, yeah. how, many, how many of the boys are trying to uh, bow you googly here, right? Yeah. They're driving me mad. Read know. it, read it, read it. Derby are now 19th in the championship yeah. under Koku, so how many? 16th. Do you feel the same or do you an apology, Sam, the same? No, I don't. No, I feel I feel as though I wanted a, a Koku, a Gerard. Um, a Vieira was mentioned at the time, and Sam will say foreign. I looked at Lampard, I expected Lampard to do well. I think what Newcastle wanted was. The, the next the next generation manager with the new idea what I think what a lot of people at Newcastle were sick that of perhaps wasn't going to be a yes man uh, possibly wasn't going to be a yes man but what they were sick of is when Newcastle's manager when a, a manager comes around it's the same five names who have mm. lost jobs gone from club to club to club with the same sort of ideas Newcastle have you know I'm, oh, I'm pleased for Bruce I expected Brucey to give you know, a little bit of a, a lift because he's a one thing about Steve Bruce mm. he's a good man manager and that's the, I think that's the difference I know a couple of players in there who have said his man management skills are different to Rafa Benitez I'm Darren Goff and this is TalkSport Daily 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now to the Jim White Show and an exclusive interview with Chris Smallin. Fantastic. Until tonight, how was the Italian adventure? <laughs> yeah, I think um, no, it's something that I think I had a I had a plan of how it all set out, and it's and it's and it's gone a lot better than I even I could have imagined. I think the welcome that I've had and being able to affect the games as well has, has been great. And obviously, up until this week, I think the month has, has been very good. But this week was a missed opportunity. I think in in the last game, obviously the last minute, and, and today, Chris, you look very comfortable out there. Yeah, the way you're playing. Do you think you've even improved in the short time you've been in Italy? Yeah, I think I have. Um, the, the good thing is that I've been able to come in and play games straight away and, and the team's made me feel very welcome in terms of how the managers set out how we want to play and, and I've been able to just play my game and I feel like I'm learning new tactical things and in each game I'm, I'm improving and I'm learning and, and I'm enjoying my football. How does it work in the dressing room with the, the language barrier? Well, um, so I've got Claudio next to me. He's also my my teacher, and um, no, I'm I'm starting to pick up things that the manager's saying in Italian, and and even with the players. Luckily, quite a few of them speak English, but um, no, I'm definitely picking up a lot of different football phrases, ba- basic phrases that's helping me sort of interact with the team on and off the pitch because that's important. I think I'm feeling very settled. My family's over here. Um, the dogs are over here, so everyone's everyone's settled. Everyone's sort of in. And when my family are happy and I'm happy, then it sort of shows on the pitch when I when I play every day. So overall, um, I can't ask for much more. And in terms of my stay, that's obviously been short so far. But something that um, at the minute it's just my focus is making sure this team has a successful season. I think the manager sort of targets aren't just getting back in the Champions League it's about winning something and um, now that's where my full focus is and then hopefully come the end of the season we've won something we've achieved something and then then we can we can see where it goes but um, no right now it's all about focus on the pitch once you get back to Rome you're going to realise Liverpool have got quite a lead at the top of the Premier League the 3-1 win over City what's your what's your instinct on that one no, I think obviously I, I keep a close eye on obviously what's happening at United and in the Premier League in general and 
obviously that that's a, a big lead to, to have sort of in the Premier League but um, now I'm more interested in, in watching United climb up the table and um, hopefully having a good season as well as us Do you miss United? I think I, I, I do because obviously I was there for so many years and um, used to being part of the furniture sort of there but um, now I'm enjoying my new my new chapter which is this season and um, now hopefully I can keep affecting the performances on the pitch and, and we can have a successful season but um, no, right now I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying being in Italy. My producer at TalkSport, Joe, is a vegan uh, and is very serious about it and you're very serious about it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I've been obviously plant-based for, for quite a while now and, and one of the beauties of coming to Rome is obviously the, the nutritionist and the chef have been perfect as well but my mother-in-law also said that Rome had um, the most amount of vegan restaurants in Italy so um, now I came to the to perfect place in terms of for that. You've got to listen to the mother-in-law mate all the time haven't you? Yeah, yeah I have um, obviously my family's happy and obviously being able to have the restaurants, the supermarkets, all, all very nearby where we live, I think it's just adding to the experience of, of being in Italy. And finally, the best bits from Adam Catterall's Sports Bar with myself, Adam Catterall and Jason Cundy, who was celebrating his 50th birthday. I know. Botox is good, ladies and gentlemen. Cash on in. done you've turned this story now into someone that is a drunken brawl that's why you've used the word pub you keep I saying don't it. Know, i've not said you the don't. word drunk at all you know you've I just uh, said you've said pub. it happened in the pub yeah but why pub I didn't say what? anything about drunk no, 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 drink no, anything then choose choose an establishment or workplace where there's no alcohol served okay if it happened in your office okay go on then let's let's have this let's play this scenario out go on no, you, 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 I'm happy for you. Uh, uh, oh, I've t- just said the same, very same thing. Uh, if it Darren, happened what, in your office, Darren, what do you want? To, Darren, what do you want? To, what do you want to happen here, mate? Honestly, what do you I, what do you well, think should jumping, happen? James, we're jumping all over the place. I don't have a view on what happened. I'm just telling you why this is a legitimate story, and the acres of newsprint that's been devoted to it. Today I've never said it's not a story. Relevant and legitimate because yeah. it is an I've issue. Never, I've never said it's a story, but you'll sensationalise it by saying he's got a I've... scratch on his face. And let me tell you now, these two. Wait, wait, wait. The, the scratch on his face is evidence of the brawl that they'd been involved in, that the players had to come between, that necessitated the England manager to consider sending a player home, and also that all of the people who have covered this story deem fit to devote a large amount of space on the back pages that you are covering and you are leading with. Because it's a story now? Because Gareth Southgate... Right, so you are been, leading with it. Yeah, so you could, are leading with know, something I, that you think is sensational. Yes, sensational. To, no, no, no. I have no choice, Darren. Darren, I'm sorry. Darren, I'm sorry. Darren, I'm sorry, mate. I've got no choice. I'll go through the back pages. It's your Wait, show. Darren, you can choose. Darren, I've Darren, sat in Darren, the alongside da- you Darren, there is your only, show. You decide what we cover. Darren, there is only one story in town. There's only one story no, in town. It's your paper review. I've been Darren, when you've decided to Darren, ignore stories before. Darren, Darren, there is only one story in town right now, and there is nothing we... You dictate the back Jason, pages, listen, and we report the back pages. You've covered this story all day. Yeah, no. So you could say, look, we've done this story. I've been on the show when you've covered uh, a football match for the first hour. 
in all of your calls. You, oh, we've done that. Let's do another story. You Darren, there's no, have done Darren, that. there's no story. But you've chosen to do this Darren, story. Darren, I tell you what, let's talk about Nadal, okay? There's the other story. Roger, ro- no, seriously, Roger <laughs> Federer has defeated... Uh, no, it's not Nadal even. He's, so he's defeated... i tell you what, why so don't that, you do that, the VAR story? The that's VAR. that story gone. That's that story gone. The reason we're talking about this, for me, is because Southgate has helped make it a story. <laughs> I... I, I... Clearly, we're going to agree to disagree on this one. Are you in the friend zone with this girl? I don't think so. What do you mean? She's been teasing me a bit. What do you, how has she been teasing you? There's a little challenge about November. Yeah. And I'm joking on that I'm taking part. Right. And she's joking on that I'm going to foul. Right. Uh, You're friendly. Go on. Yeah, I, I can't really keep it radio friendly. How sure are you she's going to join you? I mean, right now, I'm, I'm not that confident. I'm, ah, you... right. I think my uh, pro- producer just told me in the ear. So basically, it's a, it's a month of abstinence. Is that is that what it is? So you going without yeah. for a month, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And with... she said that you will, you will fail. Going without what? Yeah, she, she's hinting on that I'm going to fail and I'm hinting on that I'm going to be successful. What are you going without? What are you going without? Beer? What? What are you going without? I mean, is it... The good stuff. Crisps? The good stuff. What is it? No, the good stuff. You know what I mean? What, why would you want to do that to yourself? So so tell me how this trip has come about. She wants to go to Milan. Yep. She asked me if I wanted to come along. Yeah. And just sort of... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. At it. Sorry, I'm going to break this right down now. I'm, I'm going to dumb this down. Have you ever kissed her? No. Have you held her hand? Uh, yes. What's between kissing and holding hands? There's not a lot, is there? Have you ever given her a little peck on the cheek? No. Mm. Oh, Connor, you, honestly, mate, you're being absolutely strung out here, He's mate. He's been played, isn't he? Oh, Connor, go straight to the San Siro. Go and get yourself a half uh, and half scarf. Sorry, I shouldn't talk sport. Half and half scarf. Get yourself down uh, there. He's wounded. I'm good for the kid. Diana has absolutely strung him an absolute beauty. Pulled his pants down. Isn't she? That's well, what, well, well, that's what he wants. Unfortunately, she That's what he wants, yeah, yeah, yeah. been listening to the record-breaking Adam Catterall TalkSport's daily podcast. For those that don't know, every single time I do this podcast, and this is not me blowing me on trumpet, this is me just reporting actual fact, the listenership goes through the roof. Take note, bosses, take note. Anyway, please remember to subscribe so this lands in your inbox every single morning. We'll see you tomorrow for a little bit of more. Be safe, everybody. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.